It's June the 18th. Let's read the Bible. Friends, welcome back to this year-long journey from Genesis to Revelation in just one year. I want to remind you, in case you are joining us in the last few days or weeks or last month or so, if you want to go back at any time, look at all the preceding videos from January the 1st until now, it's easy. They are archived on Facebook. They are archived on YouTube. They are on the Rumble video platform. And the easiest way to find them is to go to keepbelieving.com. When you go to keepbelieving.com, there at the top of the homepage, it'll say at the top, let's read the Bible. Click on that. Just go down that page and you'll see they're organized by months, January, February, March, April, May, June, all of them. They're always free. They're always online. 24-7, 365. Go back anytime you want and watch any of the videos you've missed. Now today, 1 Chronicles 23 through 26, we're getting ready. We're, we're leading up. As Ezra is telling this story, we're leading up to Solomon. We haven't really got him yet, but we're just about to. We're leading up to the moment when Solomon's going to build the temple. David's coming to the end of his life. And what's happening is that uh, David is making sure before he dies that all the materials are in place and all the leaders are organized because he knows his son Solomon is young and he's a little bit unsure because this is this is an amazingly beautiful building that David has designed and he won't be there to oversee it. So he wants to make sure everything is exactly in place. Let me just tell you, there's a lot of names in today's reading, a whole lot of names. We will all, we will all, I was going to say hold hands and say a prayer. There's just a lot of names to get through today, but understand, these are all good names. They're great names. These are the names of the gifted men that God raised up under David's leadership so that after he's gone, these good men will help Solomon construct the temple. So today, 1 Chronicles 23 through 26. Now, chapter 23. When David was old and full of days, he installed his son Solomon as king over Israel. Then he gathered all the leaders of Israel, the priests and the Levites. The Levites, 30 years old or more, were counted. The total number of the men was 38,000 by head count. Of these, David said, 24,000 are to be in charge of the work of, on the Lord's temple. 6,000 are to be officers and judges. 4,000 are to be gatekeepers and 4,000 are to help or to praise the Lord with the instruments that I have made for worship. Then David divided them into divisions according to Levi's son, Gershom, Kohath, and Merari, the Gershonites, Ladan and Shemei, Ladan's sons. Jehiel was the first, and Jetham and Joel three. Shemei's sons, Shelemoth, Haziel, and Haran three. These were the heads of the families of Ladan. Shemei's sons, Jehath, Zizah, Jeus, and Beriah. These were Shimei's sons, four. Jehath was the first, Zizah was the second. However, Jeus and Beriah did not have many sons, so they became one family and received a single assignment. Kohath's sons, Amram, Izhar, Hebron, and Uziel, four. Amram's sons, Aaron and Moses. Aaron, along with his descendants, was set apart forever to consecrate the most holy things, to burn incense in the presence of the Lord, to minister to him, and to pronounce blessings in his name forever. As for Moses, the man of God, his sons were named among the tribe of Levi. Moses' sons, Gershom and Eliezer. Gershom's sons, Shebuel was first. Eliezer's sons were Rehabiah first. Eliezer did not have any other sons, but 
Rehabiah's sons were very numerous. Ishar's sons, Shelemoth was first, Hebron's sons, Jeriah was first, Amariah second, Jehaziel third, and Jechamim fourth, Uzziah's sons, Micah was first, Ishiah second, Merari's sons, Mali and Mushai, Mali's sons, Eliezer and Kish. Eliezer died having no sons, only daughters. Their cousins, the sons of Kish, married them. Mushi's sons, Mali, Eder, and Jeremiah, three. These were the descendants of Levi by their ancestral families, the family heads, according to their registration, by name in the head count, 20 years old or more, who worked in the service of the Lord's temple. For David said, the Lord God of Israel has given rest to his people, and he has come to stay in Jerusalem forever. Also, the Levites no longer need to carry the tabernacle or any of the equipment for its service, for according to the last words of David, the Levites, 20 years old or more, were to be counted. But their duty will be to assist the descendants of Aaron with the service of the Lord's temple, being responsible for the courts and the chambers, the purification of all the holy things, and the work of the service of God's temple, as well as the rows of the bread of the presence, the fine flour for the grain offering, the wafers of unleavened bread, the baking, the mixing, and all measurements of volume and length. They are also to stand every morning to give thanks and praise to the Lord, and likewise in the evening, whenever burnt offerings are offered to the Lord on the Sabbath, new moons, and the appointed festivals, they are to offer them regularly in the Lord's presence according to the number prescribed for them. They are to carry out their responsibilities for the tent of meeting for the holy place and for their relatives, the descendants of Aaron in the service of the Lord's temple. First Chronicles 24. The divisions of the descendants of Aaron were as follows. Aaron's sons were Nadab, Abihu, Eleazar, and Ithamar. But Nadab and Abihu died before their father, and they had no son, so Eleazar and Ithamar served as priests. Together with Zadok from the descendants of Eleazar and Ahimelech from the descendants of Ithamar, David divided them according to the assigned duties of their service. Since more leaders were found among Eleazar's descendants than Ithamar's, they were divided accordingly. Sixteen heads of ancestral families were from Eleazar's descendants, and eight heads of ancestral families were from Ithamar's. They were assigned by lot, for there were officers of the sanctuary and officers of God among both Eleazar's and Ithamar's descendants. The secretary, Shemiah, son of Nethanel, a Levite, recorded them in the presence of the king and the officers, the priest Zadok, Ahimelech, son of Abiathar, and the heads of families of the priests and the Levites. One ancestral family was taken for Eleazar and one for Ithamar. The first lot fell to Jehoiarib, the second to Jediah, the third to Haram, the third, the fourth to Seirim, the fifth to Malchijah, the sixth to Majimin, the seventh to Hakaz, the eighth to Abijah, the ninth to Jeshua, the tenth to Shechaniah, the eleventh to Eliashib, the twelfth to Jacob, the thirteenth to Huppah, the fourteenth to Jeshibiab, the fifteenth to Bilgah, the sixteenth to Emmer, the seventeenth to Hezer, the eighteenth to Apizes, the nineteenth to Pethahiah, the twentieth to Jehezkel, the twenty-first to Jacob, the twenty-second to Gamal, the twenty-third to Deliah, and the twenty-fourth to Maaziah. These had their assigned duties for service when they entered the Lord's temple, according to their regulations, which they received from their ancestor Aaron, as the Lord God of Israel had commanded him. As for the rest of Levi's sons, from Amram's sons, Shubael, from Shubael's son, Jadiah, from Rehabiah, from Rehabiah's son, Ishia was the first, from the Izharites, 
Shelemoth from Shelemoth's son, Jahath, Hebron's sons, Jeriah the first, Amariah the second, Jehaziel the third, Jechameam the fourth from Uziel's sons, Micah from Micah's sons, Shamir, Micah's brother, Ishia from Ishia's sons, Zechariah, Merari's sons, Mali and Mushai, and from his sons, Jeaziah his sons, Mariah's sons by his son, Jaaziah, Shoham, Zachar, and Ibri from Mali, Eliezer, who had no sons, from Kish, from Kish's sons, Jeremiel, Mushi's sons, Mali, Eder, and Jeremoth. Those were the descendants of the Levites according to their ancestral families. They also cast lots the same way as their relatives, the descendants of Aaron did in the presence of King David, Zadok, Ahimelech, and the heads of the families of the priests and the Levites, the family heads, and their younger brothers alike. First Chronicles 25. David and the officers of the army also set apart some of the sons of Asaph, Heman, and Jeduthun, who were to prophesy accompanied by lyres, harps, and cymbals. This is the list of the men who performed their service. From Asaph's sons, Zakur, Joseph, Nathaniah, and Asariah, sons of Asaph, under Asaph's authority, who prophesied under the authority of the king. From Jeduthun, Jeduthun's son, Gedaliah, Zerai, Jeshiah, Shimei, Hashabiah, and Matathiah, six, under the authority of their father Jeduthun, prophesying to the accompaniment of liars, giving thanks and praise to the Lord from Heman, Heman's sons, Bukiah, Mataniah, Uziel, Shabuel, Jerimoth, Hananiah, Hanani, e Eliatha, Gedalti, Romamti Ezer, Josh, Josh Bekasha, Melothi, Hother, Mahazioth, all these sons of Heman, Heman, the king's seer, were given by the promises of God to exalt him, for God had given Heman fourteen sons and three daughters. All these men were under their own father's authority for the music in the Lord's temple, with cymbals, harps, and lyres for the service of God's temple. Asaph, Jeduthun, and Heman were under the king's authority. They numbered 288 together with their relatives who were all trained and skillful in music for the Lord. They cast lots for their duties, young and old alike, teacher as well as pupil. The first lot for Asaph fell to Joseph, his sons, and his relatives, 12. To Gedaliah II, him, his relatives, and his sons, 12. The third to Zachor, his sons, and his relatives, 12. The fourth to Isri, his sons, and his relatives, 12. Fifth to Nethaniah, his sons and his relatives, twelve. The sixth to Bukiah, his sons and his relatives, twelve. The seventh to Jesarela, his sons and his relatives, twelve. The eighth to Jeshiah, his sons and his relatives, twelve. The ninth to Mathaniah, his sons and his relatives, twelve. The tenth to Shemei, his sons and his relatives, twelve. The eleventh to Azarel, his sons and his relatives, twelve. The twelfth to Hashabiah, his sons and his relatives, twelve. The thirteenth to Shabuel, his sons and his relatives, twelve. The fourteenth to Mattithiah, his sons and his relatives, twelve. The fifteenth to Jeremoth, his sons and his relatives, twelve. The sixteenth to Hananiah, his sons and his relatives, twelve. The seventeenth to Josh Bakasha, his sons and his relatives, twelve. The eighteenth to Hanani, his sons and his relatives, twelve. The nineteenth to Lothi, his sons and his relatives, twelve. The twentieth to Eli, Eliatha, his sons and his relatives, twelve. The twenty-first to Hothir, his sons and his relatives, twelve. The twenty-second to Gedalti, 
his sons and his relatives 12, the 23rd to Mahaziah, his sons and his relatives 12, and the 24th to Romanti Ezer, his sons and his relatives 12. First Chronicles 26. The following were the divisions of the gatekeepers from the Korahites, Meshel, Meshelamiah, son of Korah, one of the sons of Asaph. Meshelamiah had sons, Zechariah the firstborn, Jediael the second, Zebediah the third, Jathniel the fourth, Elon the fifth, Jehohanan the sixth, Eliehoina the seventh, Obed-Edom also had sons, Shemaiah the firstborn, Jehozabad the second, Joah the third, Sakar the fourth, Nathanel the fifth, Amiel the sixth, Issachar the seventh, Pelethi the eighth, for God blessed him. Also, to his son Shemaiah were born sons who ruled their ancestral families because they were strong, capable men. Shemaiah's sons, Othni, Raphael, Obed, and Elzabed. His sons, Elihu and Semekiah, were also capable men. All of these were among the sons of Obed-Edom with their sons and relatives. They were capable men with strength for the work. 62 from Obed-Edom. Meshelamiah also had sons and relatives who were capable men. 18. Hosa from the Mirarites also had sons. Shimri the first, although he was not the firstborn, his father had appointed him as the first. Hilkiah the second, Tebaliah the third, and Zechariah the fourth. The sons and relatives of Hosa were 13 in all. These divisions of the gatekeepers under their leading men had duties for ministering in the Lord's temple, just as their relatives did. They cast lots for each temple gate, according to their ancestral families, young and old alike. The lot for the east gate fell to Shelemiah. They also cast lots for his son Zechariah, an insightful counselor, and his lot came out for the north gate. Obed-Edom's was the south gate. His son's lot was for the storehouses. It was the west gate and the gate of Shalekta on the ascending highway for Shupim and Hosa. There were guards stationed at every watch. There were six Levites each day on the east, four each day on the north, four each day on the south, and two pair at the storehouses. As for the court on the west, there were four at the highway and two at the court. Those were the divisions of the gatekeepers from the descendants of the Korahites and the Mirarites. From the Levites, Ahijah was in charge of the treasuries of God's temple and the treasuries of what had been dedicated. From the sons of Ladan, who were the descendants of the Gershonites, through Laden and were the family heads belonging to Laden the Gershonite. Jehai, the sons of Jehai, Jetham and his brother Joel were in charge of the treasuries of the Lord's temple. From the Amramites, the Isharites, the Hebronites, and the Uzealites, Shabuel, a descendant, a descendant of Moses' son, Gershom, was the officer in charge of the treasuries. His relatives through Eliezer, his son Rehabiah, his son Josiah, his son Joram, his son Zichri, and his son Shalemith. This Shalemith and his relatives were in charge of all the treasuries of what had been dedicated by King David, by the family heads who were the commanders of thousands and of hundreds, and by the army commanders. They dedicated part of the plunder for, from their battles for the repair of the Lord's temple. All that the seer Samuel, Saul, son of Kish, Abner, son of Ner, and Joab, son of Zeruiah, had dedicated along with everything else that had been dedicated were in the care of Shalemith and his relatives from the Israelites. Chenaniah and his sons had duties outside the temple as officers and judges over Israel.
from the Hebronites, Hashabiah and his relatives, 17,000 capable men, had assigned duties in Israel west of the Jordan for all the work of the Lord and for the service of the king from the Hebronites. Jerijah was the head of the Hebronites, according to the family records of his ancestors. A search was made in the 40th year of David's reign, and strong, capable men were found among them at Jazer in Gilead. There were among Jerijah's relatives 2,700 capable men who were family heads. David, King David, appointed them over the Reubenites, the Gadites, and half the tribe of Manasseh as overseers in every matter related to God and the king. It's all going to get done. It's all going to get done, every bit of it. And these names are proof. And there were some doozies in there. But that's hardly the point, really. I mean, these ancient Hebrew names are a little strange to us in English, but these are good men. Good men. We're told capable men, strong men, courageous men, willing men, men willing to serve God. David is lining up everything. He's just getting it all, you know, the, the priests and the Levites and the Gershonites and the singers. He's getting it all ready for his son. Thus does a father ensure that the vision he has will be carried over to the next generation. He's got the men lined up. David will not live to see it. He'll not spend one day, not one day. He won't be there for the dedication of the temple. He's going to watch it from heaven. It's going to happen after he's gone. And you say, well, really, what's the, what's the point here in First Chronicles? Remember, First Chronicles was meant to encourage these uh, uh, the Jews who felt somewhat forgotten and overlooked and everything just felt dilapidated to them. The glories of Israel in the past, those glories were gone. Would they ever come back again? Yes. And, and one thing about this, it, it's to remind the Jews, and thus us, when God says he's going to do something, he's going to do it. What God has done in the past, he can do again. God's got his men, he's got his builders, he's got his gatekeepers, he's got his singers. And God is working through all this to ensure that in the future, that temple will be built. Be encouraged, friends. God's got a plan. God's got his men. God's got his women. He's got them out there. He's got them ready to go. He's going to get his will done in you, and through you, and for you. Be confident. Let us go today and be confident, not in ourselves, nothing in us, but be confident in God. God will give you everything you need today to do his will today. And then go ahead and sleep well tonight, because when you get up tomorrow, he's going to give you everything you need to serve him effectively and do his will tomorrow. So go out today with joyful confidence in God. You can do his will today. He's going to supply everything you need. And when tomorrow comes, he'll give you what you need for tomorrow. Have a great day, folks. Guess what? Tomorrow, come back. We're going to wrap up the book of First Chronicles. See you then.